Welcome into the Waiver Fire podcast. Nick and JP are tuning in on July 19th. It's right in the heart of the NBA Finals, man. How's it going? It's going good. It's it's a good time for entertainment. It's a good time for for sports. I can see what you got on the dock here, and it's what I'm excited for for this weekend. Holy crap! That game between the Bucks and the Suns, Game Five, series tied two two, and it was so nasty. <laughs> well, I'm also talking about the Olympics. That's that's what. Oh, oh yeah. The Olympics will be fire this weekend if COVID doesn't rain things out because it is apparently there are quite a few tests, positive tests in Tokyo right now. So we are fingers crossed first off that everybody's safe because that's way more important than the Olympics. But if they can do it safely, it would be awesome to see a, an opening ceremony and some great, great Olympics. All right. So we'll talk about that. But game five, man. Holy crap. Tied. Bucks have to go to the Suns after, you know, Suns started 2-0 at home. Bucks take care of business at their home field to tie it up, and then they go back on the road, and that game was absolutely nuts. Suns get up big off the rip. Quarter End of the first quarter, I think they're up like 12, 13 points. Bucks climb back in and hold on to the lead for almost the entirety until the last few minutes the Suns pull some heroics to come down uh, down only by one point with the ball, 30 seconds left, and Booker, who's just been, honestly, a bit of a ball hog, to be honest, but, but being pretty clutch, has the turnover that immediately goes to the Giannis alley-oop nastiness to seal the game and... The Bucks are on the verge, man. One game away from from a title. Quite filthy. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. I, I'm. Go ahead. I'm. I mean, I'm hurt that I have to choose between the two teams because it, it does suck. They're so good. They're both such uh, easy teams to pull for, but they really are. I want, you know, yeah. I want the Suns to win. Well, I want I want a game seven, even as a Bucks fan. So I am polling that somehow the Suns can go and now they have to go on the road to game six. And whew, that is that crowd in Milwaukee is just it's it better be absolutely nuts on a win and chip game. It should be dirty. And that's tomorrow night. Definitely gonna have to tune in tomorrow night. It should be sweet. But yeah, the Olympics are coming. Tune in. Opening ceremony is key to uh, schedule right now for Friday. So that'll be a sweet little start to the weekend if we can get through. Man, it's only Monday. This is going to be a long week, but we do get we do get the finals on Tuesday. I can't believe, honestly, you know, I, I haven't been an NBA fan for quite some time, but this finals is taking goddamn forever, man. Like, I had no idea. I, I thought that, okay, you have a day off for travel. But I thought the games at home would be back-to-back nights. This thing's taken like two weeks to have a finals. It's ridiculous. It's for TV, man. It's got to be for TV. It's crazy how they they schedule like to completely maximize. I mean, it's ridiculous to me. But that's all right. Um, so tonight we are going to dive into a 
ESPN mock draft. We're going to be going head to head in a 12 team PPR mock. And I think in the last couple episodes, I had said something like, man, I'm just so invested in best ball right now that I'm, I'm very excited to see what ESPN's ADP is looking like because um, I, I think, yeah, my main league has been on ESPN for quite some time. We might change this year. I don't know, but I am kind of excited to see where the values to be had here. So it should be awesome. Uh, we randomly joined this 12 team. I got put into the sixth spot. You got put into the 10 spot. So you're in the back part of the first round. So we will not be sniping from each other, which maybe is a good thing. So I don't have to get too pissed off at you, but uh, very different spots with potentially very different strategies. Um, before we hop in, which it'll start in about, it'll kick off in 20 seconds, but then we got another minute or two before it really starts. I do want to get a couple little bits of NFL news out of the way. The biggest news is probably on Saquon Barkley. He continues to work on his rehab and questions have been asked him directly about how's it looking for training camp? How's it looking for even game week one? And he just said, we'll see. So reports are that he's not progressing like he maybe should. And I mean, it was a catastrophic ACL injury. So regardless of if he was on the time, you know, correct time track or whatever, yeah, it's tough to bounce back from, and we haven't seen it in quite some time. I'm guessing that his ADP is probably well, – I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes in, in tonight's draft. It had been kind of hovering in that 4-5 or five spot. Maybe it starts to move more into that 9-10 spot. Um, we'll see. The other well, bit – go ahead. Um, uh, one thing I've been seeing is, is – uh, on underdog is Amari jumping or CD jumping Amari. That's a and, great call. You're right. And I've all, I've also been seeing um, Zeke falling to like pick 10 or 11. Oof. I, I don't would. understand. Those are two different things. Those are the two phenomenons that I've been seeing. And they're, they're weird. Like, the Amari thing, there going. was news about Amari not recovering fantastically and having some nagging concerns heading into training camp and preseason. So that I I get. And, and CD obviously showed a lot last year and to move into your sophomore season. But Amari still showed so much as well. And that contract is so insane. And his connection with Dak is is very legit. So I'm still on board with Cooper in front, um, which means that I really have not gotten any shares of CD this year. So that could blow up in my face, but where are you at on that um, battle? Um, I'm, I'm not thinking of, I'm not letting it like cloud my judgment. If, if I'm in like a really, really pro draft and and the guys the guys in the drafts, their picks are just really on point, then there's a situation where you're drafting Cooper in the third. And and you can't feel horrible about it. You're at the end of the third. You want a second stud wide receiver and it just depends on if you're like me and you actually believe in him or not so um i it doesn't happen much honestly in my mocks on espn or 
Yahoo or something where I actually have to reach kind of like that. But uh, because usually I'm able to go running back, running back and get someone like Keenan Allen or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I, I think I like Cooper. I think from what I've seen on the ADP, just scrolling through it, I think Keenan Allen on ESPN is a little too low for my liking. So I like him as a value. Um, and we'll, it'll be, it'll be put to the test, man, because you'll, you will be at the back of the third and you'll be there. So I'm excited to see where you go. So the draft is kicking off. Um, again, I'm at the six, you're at the 10 and players that I'm looking at at the six spot. Oh God. ESPN has Travis Kelsey all the way up at pick four, which that is super rich in Saquon at the third pick. I cannot believe I I've don't think seen, that Go I've also seen Kamara at the back, the back end of the first round, which is the craziest thing. That's absolutely atrocious. There was a little bit of hype around Taysom Hill, some projections, some additional projections of him as the starter, I guess I don't care. I don't, I mean, I want Jameis to be the quarterback, but I don't care. Kamara is <laughs> definitely there um, for me. Wow. So, so Kelsey gets Saquon does go third overall. Then um, Derek Henry goes. So I'm sitting at the pick five and Kamara's right there for me. Kamara, Zeke, Jonathan Taylor. It's really between Zeke and Kamara. You know, a month ago, I was really in on Zeke, but this is a full PPR draft, and I'm going to go Alvin Kamara in that kind of setting. If it's a half PPR, I really am not sure, man. I am – oh, it's if it's if it's standard, I'm going with Zeke, no question. Half PPR, I'm just not sure, man. So it's coming up on you quickly. Right after me goes Tyreek. And you're a couple picks away. You got two people before you. Are you kind of begging? Oh, JT goes. Jonathan Taylor goes. Zeke is still on the board if if the guy before you doesn't go. Are you would you slam Zeke or are you looking elsewhere right now? Mm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Zeke. Yeah. Zeke would be uh Zeke does go at the 109. So where where's your headspace now? Who's left on the board and what are you thinking? Uh, I just think that I'm going to go with the upside of Devontae. Devontae Adams is in the first round. In best ball, he's a clear second rounder because of the uncertainty. But in these kind of ESPN mock drafts, it's really we're, – we're projecting Aaron Rodgers to be there. So – I don't mind that, and particularly in a mock. If we were doing a legit draft right now, I would not squeeze him in the first round, but I, I can't blame you there. Then Eckler goes, digs. Aaron Jones goes at the very start of the first round. So I, I got it. Then goes Gibson. I got to imagine you're going to go running back here after you take Devontae, right? Yeah, I'm just loving the selection here. Um, I'm it's not even a question. I'm taking Chubb. I love Nick Chubb as well. So you it was it, it, to me, it was a little bit of a battle because Cam Akers was still on the board. I'm I'm with you. I love Chubb over Akers, but it's a little closer than than a windmill slam, I guess. 
But you got to feel good to have Nick Chubb and Devontae Adams. Huge upside for both players. This is full PPR, so Nick Chubb maybe takes a hit. But, dude, at the end of last season, he was starting to get involved. Baker was looking to him. Uh, I think he had like five targets a game in a couple games. So maybe that turns into a little bit of his asset. I mean, he has those skills. He's an absolute beast. Yeah, I'm. I if this is how my draft ends or ends up um, for whatever league I care about the most, this would be great. Yeah, two picks. Of course, then we get the news that Aaron Rodgers is is going to sit out, <laughs> and then it's all it's all toast. But wow, Calvin Ridley at the two o four over DeAndre Hopkins over Cam Akers. Who I know Calvin Ridley has the monster upside, but. Mm, Man, if Cam Akers makes it to me here, I will absolutely slam him. Other players on the board right now, Joe Mixon, I'm off that. Najee Harris, I'm quite in on. DK Metcalf, not. Clyde, ooh, is DeAndre Swift all the way up here? That seems steep to be in the back of the second round for DeAndre Swift. I, I love him in the back of the third, but this seems steep for him. Um, I will say having, wow. Joe Mixon goes ahead of Cam Akers, and in a full PPR with Matt Stafford there, Cam Akers is going to be ferocious. I am super excited by that pick. So slamming taking, Cam Akers. I'm taking Joe Mixon over Cam Akers. Ooh. Oh, man. That, that Cincinnati offensive line is rough. He's had injury. Oh, I'm nervous about that, man. But he has I'm doing, I'm doing fair, it. he's shown a lot more talent than Cam Akers. Cam Akers really had like three games last year where we got to peek at his skill set. So there's more history on your side of the, the bet there. Keenan Allen goes at the 303. So I think that's very fair. So forget my ESPN value. 303 seems just fine. Um Justin Jefferson right after Keenan Allen. So that's that's basically where I'd have it. Michael Thomas actually snuck into the second round there. I was a little nervous having picked Camara. Um, you know, really, I would be fading him because I wouldn't want that both sides of the coin there. But wow, the 212 Michael Thomas, that is respect. Ah, Scary Terry goes right before me. I'm looking at Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Carson. And then you've got that second tier of wide receivers. Um, Allen Robinson, I really like, especially in a full PPR, he should feast. Amari Cooper is there. Evans, Robert Woods. Oh, this is tricky here. This is really tough, actually. So J.K. Dobbins for me, way over Miles Sanders, but it is full P PPR, and I have two running backs. Allen Robinson is just so safe in PPR, but I love the upside of Cooper. All right, give me Allen Robinson. I'll play it very safe here. I think, ah, oh, that's a tough pick, man. Maybe I should have gone J.K. Dobbins and locked up my running backs, but Allen Robinson at a full PPR, I, I just think it's just super safe. Ooh, where would you have gone there, looking at that board? I know you that uh, wasn't your I like Allen Robinson, yeah. Nice. He really has very uh, little competition. He's so on safe. Team. Yeah. Chris Carson goes right after Chris Carson over J.K. Dobbins. That kind of surprises me a little bit. Then David Montgomery over J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is not getting respected here. Miles Sanders over him. 
Interesting. All right, you're on the clock. Talk me through your thoughts. Um, it, it seems like we're in the situation that I was talking about earlier, yep. like you said, with Amari. Back of the third. And he just he he just seems like such a possible stud. Um with the Dak upside. You really don't know what Dak's gonna be like. Everyone always talks about Dak's pace last year, but I always think about Dak's pace the year before last when I owned him. So I mean he was getting like 40 point games and stuff like that. Slamming Amari Cooper. I love it. CD is not off the board. Um, are you and you're about to be back on the turn here? Who are you looking at now that you've turned? You have two wide receivers and a running back. Yeah, the running backs that are available right now are the ones that I'm not very excited right. about. I'm with you. Like, I just can't go for any of these guys. This is the fourth round. Yeah, Miles Gaskin is not a fourth round pick. No way. Um, Mike Davis isn't close to that. So, I yeah. I almost am kicking myself for not picking George Kittle last pick. Oh my God. He's well, he still available. <laughs> oh my God. The yeah. wheel. Oh, it's just and instant slam George, George Kittle. Slam Kittle. <laughs> In a yeah, full PPR. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, easily, man. he's, I'm he's part it. of the big three. He's definitely part of the big three. Um, he's, he's the clear third behind Waller, but I think he's definitely leagues ahead of Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. So that does seem great. Oh, I was kind of hoping for Julio. Wow. Has Deontay asserted himself in the fourth round? That seems steep. And look at these players, man. These are just all, these are all fifth rounders, man. These aren't fourth round players. This well, is what's Deont- happening. What are they leaving? What are really, they leaving on the table? I guess Tyler Lockett is kind of considered in best ball a fourth rounder. So I don't mind Tyler Lockett for huge upside. Patrick Mahomes is still available. This is this is yeah, Patrick would, Mahomes territory. No, but it's he's not there in, for me. In the fourth round? I guess I'm gonna take Deontay, but I don't like it, man. I don't want to spend a fourth round pick on Deontay. That hurts. I hated that. No, I, I'm not gonna take Patrick Mahomes because I like Ky- I think Kyler's a I think Kyler scores more Just, points than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. I mean, I I have I have um Kyler and Lamar Jackson over uh, Patrick Mahomes this year. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that. And I know that that's probably the highest value. Like you look at, you look at best ball and Patrick Mahomes is coming off at the end of the third round. And so middle of the fourth feels like a value, but I'm, I'm just not there. I'm going to be snagging Kyler in the fifth, but man, that, that was just harsh to do in the fourth. Deion, and I like Kenny Galladay, but. Maybe maybe it was Tyler Lockett, but I just don't I just don't like Tyler Lockett. Like the value is there. Typically, the best ball says that he's he's more of a fourth rounder, but no, I don't like Tyler Lockett. Oh, I can't touch him. Kareem Hunt's there. Golly, that's that fourth round hurt me right there. I I didn't know where to go. You got very nice on the um, George Kittle, and then <laughs> this is what we talked about in that dirty rounds, man. Kittle, Woods, Julio. Those feel like strong fourth rounders. Deontay, not so much, man. Golly. He seems like a fifth rounder. Yeah, he's for sure. Like my best fifth rounder or something. Yeah, he's a dream fifth, but 
God, that, not, that was a not, very frustrating. Not part. according to um to Jason. <laughs> of the footballers. That dude hates Deontay Johnson. <laughs> All right. So so I do have, I mean, uh, it's not the end of the world. I have Kamara, Akers, Robinson, Deontay Johnson, and I'm probably about to slam Kyler in the fifth, even though, good Lord, maybe I could even get in the sixth, but I just love him so much. Um, and it's, you know, Mark Andrews is there, but I like Hawkinson just as much as Mark Andrews. So I'm going to be eyeing him in the sixth. The wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Ayuk, Juju in the fifth. What in the world? That makes me want to throw up. No! Kyler goes right before me. That's that's messed up. Oh, my God, that's messed up. And now I just hate my life. I mean, I do like Josh Allen a lot, but, oh, I'm so upset by that. And honestly, I like Lamar back there. Oh my God. I'm gonna reach, I'm gonna reach so hard right now. And you're gonna be so you're gonna be like, what in the world? But it is what it is, man. I'm going with Mike Davis, man. I, I absolutely love Mike Davis. I could have probably gotten him in like the he's he's an ADP of like the seventh round right now. That blows my mind. I am very much in on Mike Davis. Maybe it should have been. Zach. I had him. I actually had him queued up there. There you go. A little, a little mini snipe there. I love Mike Davis. He is going to be, and honestly, I think in a full PPR, I think Matt Ryan is going to look his direction. You know, it's Russell Gage as the wide receiver too. It's Kyle Pitts as the rookie tight end. There are targets to be had. That defense is so bad. I just love him. I, I feel bad reaching again, but I love him, so I don't care. Tyler went right before right, me. So that here I am. I'm, I'm oh, on the clock again. Yep, go ahead. Talk through your, your picks. So there is there's some garbage running backs over here. I'm going to go are. for some upside wide receivers, some guys who might get auto-drafted. So Cortland Sutton might be a one this year. I'm going for him. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, full PPR. It's I think there's going to be ups and downs, but he should have some massive games with his skill set. He so still Juju, absolutely Juju and T Higgins are going right. Yeah, you do. Odds. Oh, so in this draft, you do have the turn being an auto drafter. So you really know where they're going to be going. That's kind of funny that you can, but that's that's what you got to work with, man. Sometimes you got to play that turn. So it comes back to you now. Dak and Russell Wilson going off the board right before you. So quarterback, a little quarterback run with Lamar still on the board. Oh, my God. Love Lamar Jackson this year. Yeah. So you're pretty set on wide receiver. But there's not much. set on wide receiver, but. I'm still going to go for wide receiver value here. I'm, I'm looking it. at Odell and Robbie oh, here. It would be a Robbie slam for me, but I'm excited to see where you go. Yeah. Look, I'm going to take Odell. Odell. He could have a bounce. It's been a long time, but uh, he could have the bounce back. Robbie goes right after you and it's coming up on me as a risk. This is going to be a really tough choice between TJ Hawkinson and Lamar Jack. Bro, are you? 
oh my god these these guys are reaching for my picks tj hawkinson goes well i guess that makes the pick pretty dang easy i do i i have to say i'm rising on javante williams it's taken me so long just because i was clinging on to melvin gordon for so long i wanted i want melvin gordon to be a value and i still think there might be a first you know first few games but all of the rumors of javante being the clear number one there he's you know taking the first down snaps drills or whatever javante williams is going to be a beast if he gets the work but i'm going to take lamar jackson here because He's really the last quarterback on the board that is a, in an absolute smash play for me, and so I'm going to snag him in the sixth round. I, I really can't blame you for that. That sounds like a great pick. Aaron Rodgers also goes in the sixth round. You compare to best ball, Aaron Rodgers is going in like the 10th round. So everybody at ESPN is, is fully on board that Aaron Rodgers is going to play this year. Um, even if he does, I have Lamar over him, but he's going to be nasty. Uh, I don't, Javante I don't Willi- think it's... I don't think it's just ESPN. I think it's more anyone who's not putting money up. Yeah, that's true. So, so what I'm looking at now, so Javante did go, that's kind of a bummer, but I love, I'm telling you, you have really risen and maybe other pods have really risen my stock on Curtis Samuel. I'm kind of falling in love. I mean, I do want to do a little bit of a mini stack with Hollywood Brown, but I feel like Hollywood Brown is actually going to drop to me here. I do like Damian Harris here as well. I, I feel like you're going to snag Damian Harris because of your running back depth, but I, I really like Curtis Samuel's upside, so I'm going to take him here. So my team's currently sitting at Lamar Jackson, Kamara, Akers, Robinson, Deontay Johnson, and Mike Davis, and then Curtis Samuel as my first bench play. The tight end's looking ugly as it usually does if you don't get a gift of a George Kittle in your life. Um but I'm feeling very happy. I'm feeling very happy. I like Curtis Samuel, obviously. If anyone has been listening to this podcast. You have really won me over. I, I typically have taken Hollywood Brown over him, but he should he should be there in the eighth for me. Um, man, what am I looking at at tight end down the road? I guess Robert Tunyon and Noah Fant are kind of high upside. Um, Higby. I know Tyler Higby is disrespected in the ESPN world, man. I mean, I don't even want to like peek at where he's going, but Higby is way down here. Pick 163. So just not even. Oh, wow. Wow. Somebody grabbed Tunyon in. Whoa. Tunyon in the seventh. Holy crap, Tom Brady in the seventh as well. My goodness. That is steep. I mean, I don't I don't mind the Tom Brady pick, I guess. I like Tom Brady, but whew. All right, you're I'm sorry, you're on the clock. You talk through what you're what you're looking at. Um, I took Mostert back there. Oh, you did. You're absolutely right. And so you're back on the clock. Yeah. Um Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty shallow at running back. So, I'm looking at Damian Harris and David Johnson. Mm. And I'm probably going to take Damian Harris here because I just don't know what that other offense is going to look like at all. Yeah. 
I actually like what you just did there with going Mostert, who is very high risk, high reward, and then partnering with Damian Harris, who is a much more sure commodity, but definitely with a lower ceiling with Cam Newton probably vulturing touchdowns. So I really like that play that you just made because I think Mostert, you can start in the early weeks and he's going to be a massive monster. But then, you know, as he gets injured, which he will, Damian Harris is going to be a nice plug and play for you. So I think that was a really smart play. Man, so coming up on me, we got Hollywood Brown versus Antonio Brown. I have been just, man, Antonio Brown is, I just love drafting him. But when I already have Lamar, I do like to have that little mini stack. Um, you mentioned David Johnson. We're getting towards really the the dregs of running back. So we have really the three left on the board who are, in my opinion, qualify as starters are David Johnson, Zach Moss, and Ronald Jones. So I do probably want to pick one of those players in the next round, but here I'm going to snatch up Hollywood Brown. I really, really like him a lot. I do need a tight end, but there's just, I would be fine walking away from the draft with Tyler Higby as my, my only tight end on, on the table. I think he's going to be great in a full PPR. Jarvis in the eighth. Noah Fant goes in the ninth. So I have my pick between those three running backs, Moss, David Johnson, and Ronald Jones. This is a full PPR. Typically, I think in a half PPR, I'm leaning Ronald Jones. In a full PPR, I'm going to snag David Johnson, man. I I really don't care who's the quarterback. He is easily the best running back. There are almost no weapons there. They're going to be playing from behind all the time, and David Johnson is a spectacular pass catching back so in a full yeah, ppr I don't, I don't mind that that feels that feels pretty good here um you know there's james connor i almost feel a, bad for not picking him but, I, um I'm, yeah. I'm back up oh yeah that's right i, I kind of snatched david johnson from you there <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah so we're round nine um, I'm going to go for some upside here. Oh, baby. We've got Jalen. Oh, I knew it was Jalen hurts. Dude. What an absolute cheat code. We talked, we talked two months ago about how Jalen hurts was in the ninth and that was complete garbage. How was he in the ninth round? Oh my God. Yeah, that's pretty late. It just feels so good. Jalen Hurts in the ninth, Lamar in the sixth. I mean, I like my Lamar pick, but if I could trade three rounds back for Jalen, just so sexy, man. Oh, my God, I love your team. (laughs) Especially that Kittle steal just wraps it up so well. I would have taken Robbie over Beckham, but I could easily be wrong about that. But every other pick is just, just chef's kiss, man. My goodness. All right, you're on the clock. What are you feeling here? Yeah, I'm just looking at some more running backs here. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Melvin Gordon, uh, James Conner, and Ronald Jones. Kenyon Drake also there, but but steering clear of Kenyon Drake probably. I just I see this. I'm taking James Conner. I Ooh. I see this 
future where Chase Edmonds is like totally just doing the same thing he did last year. Yeah. Which is like, you look at his points and it's like 17 points, but it's like two carries for like 60 something yards right. and a touchdown or something like that. And James Connor, maybe he find he gets a hold of something that Will Fuller had last season and he gets going on a little um, healing journey and he stops being so injured all the time. <laughs> like Will Fuller did and maybe he just starts just running through people like he's the Kool-Aid man and who knows that could have been the best 10th round pick you ever you've ever heard of I don't disagree with you but I'm going to pick the player who I think is in the exact same spot but a better player a healthier player (laughs) and on a better (laughs) offense nope I'm going with Ronald Jones over Melvin Gordon. Ronald Jones and James Conner both project to be the first and second down backs. Ronald Jones is healthier. Tom Brady is not going to vulture any sort of goal line work like Kyler definitely will from James Conner. So I'm on team Ronald Jones, but again, that's a, that's basically a coin flip. Yeah. I, I Well, I actually don't think I, I like your pick better. Cause I mean, is I'm I'm out on Fournette completely. Like, yeah, I don't think. But, oh, you're on the clock. I am on the clock, and I'm looking down the board a little bit. I, I do like Nelson Aguilar a lot in a full PPR. It's not as sexy, but I'll probably end up going with him here. I like Gronk, but honestly, like I said, man, I almost like Higby and some other players better down. So I'm not going to spend this pick on on Gronk here. I'm going to go with Nelson Aguilar. He's not really a PPR guy. Um, they're gonna, you know, hyper focus the run, Damian Harrison, Cam Newton, but but with upside there. Um, well, here Ronald, I am, man. I'm back on the clock. Oh, you're on the clock. <laughs> yeah, a lot of players have gone, so there, a lot of auto drafts going off the board. So we'll be we'll be flying through these last few picks. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy right now. I. I'm pretty strong at wide receiver. I don't I, I don't think I'm ready to pick another one of them. Your team is very yet. balanced. Um Okay, I'm just going for Trevor Lawrence. Oh. I think I think that he could have maybe a really nice year. I don't know if it's going to be like Justin Herbert nice, but it might be nice enough for me to trade away Hertz midseason if he's hot and they're both hot ish. I don't know. I, I was just, that was a value pick. I don't mind that pick. I think Trevor Lawrence is not going to have a Justin Herbert rookie year, but he could have a Cam Newton rookie year, meaning he could rush for 10 touchdowns. So I do not disagree that he could easily be a fantasy option and in trading hurts for pieces could definitely work in your favor. Hmm. I'm looking at Devante. Devante Parker. Okay. I'm looking at Latavius. 
So you're really looking for kind of lottery tickets at this point. You're not really looking for starters. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at Devontae, Botavius. I think I'm going to go with Devontae because he's just been in the league for a long time. Um, there's guaranteed targets there. You could throw him in. Um, I'm probably a lot more in on Tua than most people. Yeah, Tua could definitely have a bounce back, and I think he is the PPR guy there. I mean, I think Waddle will have explosiveness, and Will Fuller will have explosiveness, but I think I think Devontae Parker is going to be the PPR option. I do like James White here in a full PPR. I'm not against that. Golly, I do have a lot of running backs, but uh, Cam Newton just sucks at throwing it to the running back, though. Um, I do like Gronk here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really at this point, there's just not much on the board and I do like Gronk. So even though Higby, honestly, later is probably a better value. I'll go ahead and wrap. Oh man. Russell Gage is still on the board that I really like Russell Gage quite a lot. I kind of hope that he doesn't go here. Um, nice. All right. So he makes it through the turn here. I mean, Tevin Coleman is on the board and he's a potential starter, but on one of the very, the worst offenses in the league. And he might not even actually be the starter. Michael Carter could easily be the starter on the team. So that doesn't seem great. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and slam Russell Wilson. I mean, not Russell, Russell Gage. I do love Tyrell Williams. Don't get me wrong, but I think that I think Russell Gage upside is higher on that offense. So I'm going to take Russell Gage here. I only have have one with you. I think I'm getting Tyrell. Oh, you're going to snag Tyrell here? Yeah. Oh, my boy. You have, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if you've always been in on him, but I feel like you've moved my needle on Curtis Samuel and maybe I've moved you a little bit on Tyrell. Maybe you've always loved Tyrell. I've, I've always really liked him. Ever, there's a lot of people that have been really, uh, skittish about him because of he's just been injured forever and ever and ever. Right. Giovanni Bernard goes right before you. I think that's kind of interesting in a full PPR. I, I like Gio. I was actually going to pick him over Tyrell, but I knew yeah. it wasn't going to happen because of the auto draft. Right. Yeah. I think Gio in the 13th. I think that's a very enticing pick. There goes Tevin he, Coleman. He's going to he's gonna make uh, Leonard Fournette not exist. I agree. So you've got one last bench spot. Where's your flyer going? Um, let's see my flyer. Oh, John Brown. Nice. That That's a really nice pick there. And then if I could pick my D over here, then I would, I think I'm looking at, uh, Patriots. That's the, nice. D I, that's the D I want. They start against Miami, so that could easily be a, a fine, low-scoring game there. All right, so I'm on my last uh, flyer here. Got uh, Darrington Evans. You got backups. I typically wouldn't do this, but just to shed some light on how he's not even being drafted, Kirk Cousins, man. Kirk Cousins I would be fine walking away from the draft with Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. 
and he's undrafted. Oh my goodness. I, I just have to, t- I, I typically don't walk away with two quarterbacks, but I have to dang it. The Patriots go right before me. That's kind of a bummer. Um, let's see who's left on the board for defenses. Um, I'm looking at is Denver still alive? They are not, man, these, these defenses are, are pretty rough by this point. I like the Colts defense. I have no idea who they start their season against, but I do like, and I do like the Browns defense as well. Indy starts off against Seattle at home. That could be rough. Cleveland starts at KC though. So I'd never play it. So I guess Indy has more of a chance. I'll have to, we'll have to do a little bit of defensive um, carousel. Yeah. We'll dive into our D block. I think I think the Dolphins are probably one of the best defenses here. They do start against New England, but Cam Newton is not shy on turnovers. So just talking about defenses that she'll never get off the waiver wire. That's true. That's a good call. And then we finish up with kickers, man. So I drafted first at the six hole and I ended up with Lamar Jackson. Alvin Kamara, Cam Akers, Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Davis, Bench, Curtis Samuel, Hollywood Brown, David Johnson, Ronald Jones, Nelson Aguilar, Russell Gage, and Kirk Cousins. That is very much a my team. Like almost all these players, particularly the bench, of course, love all those players. So how about you read off your your final list as we get into the kickers? All right. So I've got my quarterback as Jalen Hurts. Running back, Nick Chubb. Another running back, uh, Mostert. Then we've got Devontae Adams, Mari Cooper, Mm. George George Kittle, Mm. Cortland Sutton. Uh, Dolphins D, Young Way Koo. Oh, <laughs> um, Odell Beckham, uh, Harris, Connor, Trevor Lawrence, Devontae Parker, Tyrell Williams, and John Brown. Very nice, very nice. I, I like. I like my team a little more, but I like your team a lot, particularly the Kittle pick and the Hertz pick just were absolute insane. So love them both, man. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I really hate to not go running back, running back at the beginning, but it was one of those things where like all of my first round guys were, were out and I was really comfortable taking either Tyreek who wasn't there or Devante. So Devonte was one of those few separators at the wide receiver position last year and could easily be that again. Um, very few things standing in his way. I, I honestly think I was thinking about this earlier in the week. Um, you know, what are the, what are the players implications with this 17 game season? Uh, I mean, I've come at it a lot from the injury front, but don't you think that all of these players are honestly licking their chops at the ability to break so many records with that extra game? 
like yards, records, touch, everything is up for grabs with this extra game. Yeah. You think I mean, about a player like uh, DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> like he's salivating. He's like I, he's like the villain in an anime or something. <laughs> I really think they are, man. It's it's cheap and it's bogus. But all of those target uh, records, I mean, who cares? You, you get put in the books, man. Go for it. This is your chance. I would absolutely be going for it. Touchdown records. You know, does does somebody finally get into the, the 60s from the quarterback position or whatever it is? I mean, so I, I think it's going to be massive years all around, or people will certainly try to. Um, and it's really exciting to uh, – it will be very exciting to see how that plays out. But that was a really fun draft. The only I wanted to close on something kind of hilarious, which I heard, I guess today or, or yesterday, um, which was Monday Night Football, which has been for quite some time now the most dreadful commentary um, in the business. Now there will be an alternate uh, voice commentary with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning teaming up to do it. I, I think it's a really interesting and cool idea. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I mean, I love when players do it like Tony Romo and they get goofy with it. And and Peyton and Eli have already shown their comedic sparks. So they're not the host from what I understand. It will it will actually have a legit host. They'll just be kind of the color commentators that joke around the whole time. But, I mean, anything is better. I do think it will be an ESPN Plus um uh, products so that sucks, but hopefully we'll find it illegally or whatever. But um, yeah, it should be it should be very fun. I'll definitely tune in at least once if I can find it. Um, anything is better, honestly. When it was the last few years, I would just turn on music or watch like some other video during Monday Night Football, which is not the way you want to go. So hopefully it turns out yeah. well. All right, man. Well, that was fun, and uh, tune into the. Uh, Tune into the Olympics and the NBA finals, and we will see you guys next week. All right. Peace.